Responding to a pro-LGBT campaign by the English Premier League, former Egyptian super footballer and current Bind Sports analyst Mohamed Abarika said homosexuality does not only go against Islam, it goes against human nature. Abarika comes from a rural Egyptian village where Muslim clergymen represent the epitome of reverence and model human behavior, they are his moral heroes, so I never expected him to radically differ from their views on homosexuality, although he could have been a little less blunt. All across Egypt and Africa and Arabia to some extent, Abarika is loved and admired as a football legend, in fact, support for him following his anti-LGBT comment has been overwhelming on Egyptian Twitter, because his view is representative of millions in the Arab Middle East. Abavrika spoke in Arabic but almost immediately an English translation of his words was being discussed on the internet all over the world. We don't live in isolated worlds anymore and we must work on a solution to the problems caused by the existential differences between Islam and the Western civilization, which remains a largely free world albeit with alarming shadows cast by some dogmatic, censor-happy leftists in influential academic and cultural positions. One major difference keeps coming up whenever the two worlds collide. Should we protect ideas or people? Muslims hold the ideals they proclaim to live by above everything and everyone, including the individual. The Muslim society protects the individual as long as it abides by and reveres said ideals, if they step beyond them they are shunned and or prosecuted. The Western world, even with the troubling dogmatic thinking emerging within it, seeks to protect the individual, the human. It's basically a clash between religiousness and humanism. The Muslim world has been making progress, take Saudi Arabia for example, but large groups within it are strict fundamentalists dreaming of rebirthing Muhammad's empire. These Muslims refuse to tolerate the ideals and lifestyles of the post-enlightenment world, even when they live as migrants in Western societies, and their future interactions with these societies are unpredictable especially as their numbers keep increasing thanks to high birth rates. Islamists in Western societies expertly exploit tolerance, free speech, and the obfuscating of meanings by postmodernism. This can be seen in staving off critiques directed by Westerners against certain elements of Islamic culture such as the appalling legal status of women, LGBT, and free speech using the shield of cultural particularism. Societies that don't know what's right and what's wrong and despise their history and the achievements of their ancestors, as is the case in Western societies, can't defend the rights of others, because what is a right right? Masturbatory discussions and books on the futility of assigning meanings lead to the abyss. For a nation or an individual to stand and endure, certain principles must be held high, they make it re-examined or re-evaluated but they remain a solid ground on which building things is possible. The Western world must decide whether or not it wants to accept the Muslim world as is. Abarika is just a footballer.